0: This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Nix. I'm Head of Content and Research at Executive Platforms. And my guest today is Janis Stoetsis with Agrino. Uh, We're going to have a conversation about AI in the uh, food safety and quality space, especially as it relates to reducing risk. I think this is a really exciting topic. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Jonas. thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Jonas. you and I were having a conversation just before we started recording about AI in the food safety and quality space. Uh, I think a lot of people would say food can be a little bit behind the curve when it comes to technology and some of the tools that are out there. AI is a really great opportunity for them to catch up. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on
1: First of all, the first thought that I have is that uh, AI is not only for the technology-native companies. It's not only for the Googles out there, for the OBEX and for the Netflix. Uh, it's for all the companies. And uh, the food companies, they can take advantage of the, of the specific technology. Combined with big data, artificial intelligence can help us to become more proactive, can help us to predict risks. So there are ways it's not a straightforward process. uh, But I think that AI can bring a lot of value in the food sector.
0: Well, we're definitely going to expand upon that. But I know tomorrow's presentation specifically relates to AI and risk. And I know risk is a huge thing. It always has always been a huge thing in food safety and quality. But I think it has only gotten uh, more prominent over the last couple of years. Could you give us an overview of some of the, the points that you're going to hit in your presentation?
1: So the most important thing is that uh, emerging risk is out there, and we have the, during the recent years we have more and more this kind of uh, issues, emerging issues, uh, like the recent salmonella case in the chocolate, uh, like the ethylene oxide case in many products that affected many products, and this kind of uh, risks are reducing the confidence of the consumers. Uh, to the products, to the work, the, the the excellent work that the food industry is doing in the food uh, safety space. So, I will cover, I will start with that, and then I will explain, I will talk about the promises of the AI in the food uh, sector. What is working, what can work well, and what cannot work. Uh, and I will analyze three specific use cases. I will go into the detail of the use case of the specific use cases and how we can use the power of the AI technology in order to predict risks for specific ingredients, for specific hazards, or for uh, addressing the fraud issue in the beef industry. So I will close the presentation uh, with uh, providing Uh, with a a tool that can analyze the workflow that we have already and identify which are the points in which we can add AI and in this way to add value and to get benefit from integrating AI into our risk prevention workflow that we have already. And uh, the final point in the presentation will be which can be the return of investment of such an integration of using AI for risk prevention. So these, these are the in few words, what I will cover tomorrow.
0: And there's a lot of great stuff there. And I'm looking forward to the presentation. Um, I do want to talk a little bit and again, we were, we were saying earlier, food companies are often a little bit behind the curve on technology. AI is, is right up front in terms of what is capable in a world where some people say you got to crawl before you walk before you run how do food companies bring ai up to speed quickly when can they start seeing like real results what 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 are the requirements they need to even implement a tool like this
1: Uh, first of all a very good first step is to analyze the workflow in which they want to integrate ai by analyzing a workflow you can identify which are the steps of the workflow that can be improved by adding the ai what I usually explain is that we cannot throw AI just in in the, company, in the food company's uh, workflow and it will magically work. It will not work. We need to do this kind of analysis. We need to do this kind of decompose. We need to decompose the workflow to identify which are the steps in which we can add value by integrating AI, and then start working on the integration. Uh, and usually the requirement is to reduce the costs of the laboratory testing program that we have, to better design the preventive measures such as the audits plan that we have, to protect our brand because we want to prevent recalls. Finally, this, this is the, the main goal, eh? how by being proactive uh, and using this kind of technologies, we can prevent a recall, and we can protect the brand. So th- these are the, the most important requirements right now to integrate uh, AI.
0: Now, AI is building on top of an existing system. Is that right? There's still data collection happening. Um, presumably, we want that to be as up-to-date and accurate as possible. How does your tool engage with an existing system to sort of uh, make decisions? How, how does that piece work?
1: That's a very good point. So yes, still, we have we need the data we need very good data so we have an approach that starts from understanding the business problem the requirements that i mentioned earlier and then based on the uh, in order to answer this business qu- uh, question uh, we need to identify which are the data that uh, we should use in order to answer this question so for instance if the question is about uh, fraud in a specific type of products, then we need to identify which are the parameters that can cause the the increase of fraud risk, like, for instance, uh, the prices of a commodity uh, or uh, any different uh, 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 continued problems uh, in the supply chain. Or it can be laboratory testing results from testing different commodities. So we need to collect all this data, we need to analyze this data, to prepare this data in order to be used by the AI models, to train our models, and the most important is after training our models and selecting the best algorithm to also give feedback to the models so they can be improved. And feedback can be given by human about how well the models are working, but the feedback can also come by feeding the algorithms with new updated uh, data. So the data should be there and we need to, to have uh, all the data sets to train our models. How we are doing that with when there is an existing database, when there is an existing system? For us, the, this system or this database is the input for the models, for the AI models. And we are not only taking advantage of the specific system, but we are also collecting external data from all around the world that can be combined with the data that the company already have in order to build a more holistic uh, and a better uh, prediction model.
0: Now, whenever I talk about a, a new tool or technology that really is shaping the way the industry is going to work, I want to talk about the people. Because there are people who have been working in food safety their entire careers. They've they've got a lot of success doing what they're doing. This is going to change things. And and of course, there's going to be some natural conservatism about that and and a fear of change. And I know AI isn't a tool that is going to replace anybody. It's going to free them to do other things. But I would love for you to speak a little bit, disarm some of those concerns people might have. Where are the people in all this? How does their day-to-day change walk us through? That's,
1: that is my favorite part because I really, uh, I'm very fascinated from the people that I, I have worked together in the space of the food safety. They are scientists, they are very analytical, they, they have done so, so much work and very important work in the field. So what I explain first of all is that prediction is not a decision. This is very important. Prediction is just a component of the decision. There are other very important components like the judgment, which comes from the the experts. Predictions will not replace the judgment. It's not possible in such a complex space like the food safety and the food integrity in general. So we need the experts there. Uh, We need to have their judgment on the things that the predictions uh, will provide. And as I mentioned earlier, we need also their feedback to improve the models. So, this kind of technologies is not to replace, to substitute the experts. It's to improve the work that they are already doing, to let them focus mainly on the judgment, mainly on the decision, and not on collecting too much data on monitoring things, which are the, the manual things that the machines can do very well. But when it comes to the judgment, we need the, the experts. When it comes to the feedback, we need the experts. And uh, my view is that uh, this new workflows that will be also powered by AI will create new p- opportunities for the experts to, to focus on other things, on the change management processes, on deciding which are the preventive measures, uh, of new, new disciplines will involved, like the data science that we see during the last years. I, I hear many toxicologists, many microbiologists, which are uh, already, they, they have very good skills in data science. So this will create opportunities, in my view. At, at any minute, we'll uh, uh, replace the experts that we have already.
0: I'd like to expand a little bit on the people part because, of course, you know, rolling this out isn't a matter of plugging it in and walking it away. People are going to be engaging with the tool. Walk us through the hands-on aspect. How does this engage with a company's existing food safety culture, quality culture? Uh, I assume this is something that they're doing all day, every day in one capacity or another. What does that look like in real terms?
1: What we see working with many companies and trying helping them to deploy AI technologies is that uh, the training and the learning component is very important. So all the integration uh, things that we were discussing today, uh, it's very important to be combined also with training, uh, with educational components that will let the experts understand how all these things and all these technologies can help them to do better their work, all to build the capacities that are missing right now in analyzing the information that they see uh, in the in the the way that they interpret the visualization that they see in uh, the explainability of the AI models so this is also very important when you see a result what does it mean how I can explain this result so these are things that are very important and this needs time eh? this this will not uh, this cannot be done from one moment to another. It it is a process. It needs some time, and it's very important also to introduce the component of uh, training
0: in that. I want to speak about your organization specifically. I know you're a leader in this space. I've had a, a few people come up to me, and and they were pleased you're on site, and they're looking forward to your presentation. Tell me a little bit about where your organization is in this food safety space, how you got there. What makes you a leader? And, uh, and I'm sure I'll have some follow-up questions after that.
1: So I, I will start with our motivation, right? with our mission. The mission is to help the experts that the, we have in this area, in the food safety area, to, to, to have all the data and all the technologies at hand in order to do better their work and to deliver safer food for all of us, eh? for our consumers. So this is our motivation. Every time that we wake up in the morning, uh, we are very energized because we have this mission that we will help uh, the consumers to have the safer foods and we will help the experts that are producing, that uh, they are are monitoring all the processes, designing all the processes to have safe food. So this is the starting point. So the company, Agronow, it's a data, analytics, a data and analytics company that uses AI to predict risks and helps the food companies to prevent recalls. This is what we are doing, uh, which is the main uh, product of ours. The main product is called Foodakai. It's an online platform which includes insights for the risks, but also predictions. For the risks using using millions of data points that we are collecting from all around the world mainly from trusted sources which are the uh, uh, official the, the food safety authorities all around the world or the uh, food and health uh, ministries all around the world or very large organizations that are working on the uh, food safety uh, and We have also the possibility if someone wants to integrate directly the data that we are collecting and processing and the models that we are delivering, we have also the possibility of a company to use directly the data without the the platform. So we have also a data service that focuses only on delivering and integrating this data because we want to facilitate the integration of this uh, critical data in the workflows that the companies have already. So this is what we are doing.
0: If I'm a food safety executive and I've got buy-in from on high, yes, we we have some budget, we have some resources for you to uh, upgrade your systems. And I'm confident AI is where I want to go. What does getting started look like in real terms? I'm reaching out to your organization and and sort of how does that first conversation go? How does day one of of integrating it go? Walk us through some of that. So
1: we we have an approach that is based on running together with uh, company a pilot uh, that focuses on specific use cases and at the end of the pilot we are doing a return of investment analysis so the decision-maker can understand which are the benefits and the actual value that they will get by integrating such a solution Uh, so this is the pilot phase and then when we end the pilot phase and this is very clear and the decision-maker is confident that they want to make this step. Uh, He has all the things that he needs to have have, uh, in order to propose something like that to the management team. Uh, And when they have the decision of uh, going forward with the system, we have an onboarding process and then we have a customization process where we are tailoring all the dashboards that we are providing uh, into the supply chain of the food company, food, uh, of the specific food company. And this means that uh, we will integrate all the ingredients that they have, all the suppliers that they are using, so the system can start monitor, the monitoring and the assessment and the prediction for the supply chain, for the specific supply chain. We don't want to deliver something that is ge- generic because there are so many things out there. And the generic predictions will not help very much. We want to be very specific and provide predictive analytics that are tailored to the food supply chain of the specific company.
0: Would you say that it's an ongoing working relationship? Once they've partnered with you, you're sort of keeping up to date with what they're doing and and upgrading their systems? Or is it sort of over the course of a few months or, or the first year you understand their business, customize it, and then you step away? Uh, How does that work?
1: Usually we have uh, at least a three years collaboration framework, so it's it's more like a partnership. Eh? It's it's not the, that we are delivering just a system; they are uh, using the system and that's it. No, we are building a partnership, and uh, our success is to see the partner, to see the company, uh, continuously to being improved in terms of uh, food safety, the food safety approach. So. Uh, th- this is the, the most important KPI for us. Is the client happy? Is uh, the client uh, improving in the food safety approach that uh, they apply? Then we are very happy. And these are also the best moments. Eh? When I see uh, one of the decision makers in, in the food companies that we are working together. Uh, who comes in this kind of events with a large smile and very happy. This is the the reward for us that we are doing a very good job together and we have a very good partnership together.
0: You know, we've covered a lot of ground in this conversation and I think there's a really amazing tool uh, available for the food safety industry. I I really hope they do uh, think about this further. Could you give us one or two things you want listeners to think about when they're thinking, is AI right for me? Is it right for me yet? Uh, is my organization there? What are, what are some of the takeaways you want them to have?
1: The one very important thing that I would like to, the, the listeners, the audience to take, is that uh, AI can create a lot of value. But it's not a simple process to integrate AI. Uh, it is a change management process. It needs some specific steps in order to have a successful integration and when we are thinking and considering this kind of technologies we should always uh, have in mind that these are to improve the work that we are doing these are to enhance the capabilities of the experts it's not about replacing the decision or replacing the Uh, the knowledge of the experts, it's to enhance the knowledge of the experts. So, so this is uh, the first thing. Uh, The second thing is that it works, it can work if we collect the right data, apply the right algorithms, have a very good strategy for the validation of the models and provide a very good feedback to the AI models, to the uh, predictive analytics models, we can have a very good solution which can highlight to us emerging issues, which, which can forecast trends for the risks for specific ingredients. And this can help us to activate early the preventive measure, measures. So, the actual, the, the final goal, of course, the eventual goal is to switch from this more reactive approach to a proactive approach and be able finally to prevent the recalls, to to reduce the number of the emerging issues that we mentioned at the the first part of this
0: discussion. For people who do want to learn more about this, find out if their organization is in the right place, just pick your brain. What is the best way to get in touch?
1: Our website, www.agronow.com. It's very simple. We have a lot of material there about AI, uh, about uh, predicted risks, about uh, recent uh, trends Uh, and of course, you can complete, one can complete the form that we have and we will get back to him. We really believe in building the relationship, so the first step will be an introductory call. eh?
0: I encourage everyone to visit that website. I know there's a form on there that you can fill out and a real person is going to get back to you to start that conversation. Um, I have said several times throughout this interview, I really do think AI is an opportunity for the food industry to you know, step forward their game in a space that sometimes they've been a little bit behind the curve. This is a really cool thing. And uh, I know uh, Giannis and his team are absolutely experts in it. Uh, Giannis, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure and an honor to discuss these things.
0: You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Nix, let's do it again soon.